3: If you look at Fair's interface, everything is so the ease of use is just uh, the navigation of it is so simple, and um, and even its colors, like its its casual fonts and its soft color tones, it was even designed to be psychologically conflict diffusing.
2: Thanks for joining us again. Today, we speak to another expert in the child-centered divorce space. If you have young children, then there is an ongoing need to communicate with your co-parent about the business of raising your children. And for many of us in high-conflict divorce, we know this ongoing communication will be an invitation to more conflict and contention. Well, today's guest explains that it doesn't have to be that way. Michael Daniels is the founder and CEO of FAIR, F-A-Y-R, a a modern day co-parenting app, which stands for Family Advocacy is Your Responsibility. While FAIR is by no means the only digital co-parenting option available, it is one of the first apps and therefore offers you the ability to manage your co-parenting needs while on the go using your digital devices. Michael explains how using the app addresses the four key areas that require ongoing communication with your ex and how the app invites less talking and disagreement and more ease and clarity. The areas include scheduling, expense tracking, messaging, and his uniquely designed geo check-in feature. You want to check out FAYR.com, F-A-Y-R.com, and listen to the entire episode because Michael offers you an annual 20% discount for as long as you need the app. Welcome, Michael.
3: Hey, thank you for having me.
2: I'm really excited about today's conversation, Michael, as you know, we've been talking to our listeners uh, about uh, parallel parenting and uh, custody evaluators and so many things around the difficulty with high conflict, divorce, and, and parenting your children. And so today, Talking about the app that you have, I think is the perfect next step for them. So, can you tell can you tell our audience what uh, the app, what the name of the app is, and what it does, and um, and actually the origination of it?
3: Of course, <clears throat> yeah. So, my, my app Fair, which is uh, spelled F A Y R. Um, and it's an acronym for family advocacy is your responsibility uh, is a it's a co-parenting app to help you streamline communication on these core issues to prevent them from escalating into uh, unnecessary uh, misunderstandings that end up oftentimes escalating into costly court motions so it focuses on four key areas uh, the, uh, of parenting communication um, and it has other bells and whistles but uh, the four key areas that we communicate on our, our co-parenting schedules, so our co-parenting calendar, our expense tracking, uh, just to making sure that um, that we're, we're being uh, equitable and, and sharing the expenses of what I call involuntary expenses. These are the expenses that we're expected to share, like medical, uncovered medical, dental, extracurricular, vision, school supplies, um, th- things of that nature. And, uh, and and then we have our uh, admissible messaging, all of our communication back and forth. It's really important to have that record uh, available to you in the event of things escalating. But it just really helps to have a uh, a record that cannot be manipulated. And so with FAIR's co-parenting uh, messaging feature, you have all of the ease of text messaging with all of the admissibility of emails. And lastly, uh, a, a, G, a geo check-in feature. The, this was actually the impetus for me even creating the app uh, was was the geo check-in feature, which allows you to document when you choose. It's not that anybody can track you, but you can document your your location with a time, date, and stamp, even with a photo if you want, um, and, and your your co-parent would instantly get a push notification uh, acknowledging that you are at a certain place. It's not like Facebook's check-in feature that you could check yourself in at the Eiffel tower, right? It's, this is where you are. And and it becomes a matter of record to prove your timely arrivals for pickup or drop off or th- th- things of
2: that nature. So, so that's, that sounds, uh, so comprehensive before we get into the the granular details of it there have been a lot of parenting platforms and and uh dating back to 15 years ago when i first got divorced what um what drove you to create this app
3: well, like many people, I used, um, one of the legacy, uh, brands that was out there for co-parenting communication. And I just found it, uh, I, I found it actually escalated some of my problems rather than, um, rather than de-escalating those problems. And, and like I said, it was the geo check-in feature that, that was not offered on any platform back then. And so I was the first, um, co-parenting app to ever have it. And s- since then other apps have followed suit, but, um, but yeah, that, that was kind of like a big one for me. And then just certain things needed to be tweaked about the existing uh, expense trackers, for example, or um, even even just the navigation of it. I found it to be cumbersome, clunky, and uh, and, and really too focused on high conflict, which is great to, to make it available. To, I mean, to make a product that can serve that purpose for litigation, but you want to also make it something that you just want to use. And I think with, with the beauty of fairs, you know, the app store was launched in 2009. Um, the, the legacy brand out there, was 2001. So this, this predates an era that we just use technology. We expect to use technology, you know, collaboratively, professionally and socially. So fair is just one that's been designed specifically for this type of relationship. Um, and, and, and so, yeah, it, the spirit of it was not, this is high conflict. This is, Hey, we use apps to collaborate and to, to communicate on all other areas. And so, yeah, if you look at fairs interface, everything is so the ease of use is just, the navigation of it is so simple. And, um, and even its colors, like it's, it's casual fonts and it's soft color tones. It was even designed to be psychologically conflict diffusing.
2: That's wonderful. So, so let's start at the beginning. Uh, the people listening in our listeners are, Often early stages in the middle of divorce, and uh, and so they're struggling with all of these things. And so let's start with the communication. Um, why? What's the value of using an app versus just texting and emailing? Well,
3: at a certain point, it's. Especially when you're in the beginning stages of this, you're going to be asked to do. There's certain mandatory disclosures and in the discovery process that are going to be required of you um, when trying to establish time time sharing schedules or or um, or child support. Um, and all of these things are going to have to be established and and recognize that most courts, I mean, the, the, the family courts are backed up as much as three years, depending on where you are in the country where I live, it's two years. So during this two year process, you're, you're just kind of stuck in limbo. It's it's like a purgatory. I mean, you, you are you are you are left to have to reconcile daily logs on a, on a nightly basis because by the time you actually get your your, your if, if it's at all contested you're going to have to produce some documentation to show that you, that you've been um, a responsible parent and and what your time sharing is. If you're trying to get both parties show up to court and they say, I had 60% of the time. Well, who who's telling the truth here? Right. And it's, uh, it's oftentimes we lose cases, not because we're bad parents. We're just bad documenters. And if, if you, the, the parent who's the best documented is, is, most likely most of the time, perceived as being the more responsible parent. And, um, and all of this stuff comes to, to bear. Cause so, I mean, what I had to go through is I was reconciling daily logs on an, every single day, like every night I'd have to say, all right, I, I picked up the kids at this time and I was calculating the hours up to just try to, to show that I, I was at least 50% of the time or, or, um. Or like expenses, I had to save receipts. And sometimes you forget I, that last receipt, I stuck it in my wallet, or I went to the dentist office, they printed off uh, a nine by 11 piece of paper, and I put that in the glove compartment. And, and you've got to go compile that stuff and keep, a, keep a, a log of it every single night. And it just becomes very cumbersome. Where, where it was fair, you can just log it, track it, and forget it. And it's <laughs> always there for you.
2: So, so let me ask you. Um, I want to stay on that communication piece for a minute. I have um, a couple of clients, and so some of the challenges they have is uh, they'll start uh, an email, um, an email trail, and uh, and their spouse will cut and paste and only communicate. Mm-hmm. Back to a certain portion of it, or they'll start another one, and and so it gets very confusing to try and figure out what actually happened. Mm-hmm. Is that something that fair uh, it, that you can avoid by using fair?
3: Yeah, absolutely. Um, I know exactly the problem you run into, and I know some of the the uh, some of the problems in and even the competing apps out there. Again, I read hundreds of reviews and just made uh, very detailed notes, um, really wanted to solve this problem. Uh, and it is, it's because when you think about how much communication goes on in a, in a messaging thread back and forth, if you're using iOS, your Android messaging, well, one messages can be deleted on one end or another, right? They can start deleting messages and, and really manipulating the, uh, the communication. Well, in, in, fair, nothing can be deleted, which is why in a lot of States, Uh, text messages are not admissible in court. They want you to communicate, uh, in email if it's going to be admissible. Uh, but the problem is, is like, who does that? You know, emails are kind of clunky to have to write and keep it all straight. Well, with fair, it kind of operates like, like WhatsApp, uh, where you can, you can, um, you you can go up and rather than having to create new subject lines and getting it all really complicated to, to figure out, you can just address certain, um, certain topics or certain current communication. So if in our communication, if I had been talking about our trip to North Carolina, I, I could quickly go up there and do a search and it would, it would go through and pull all the communication that had to do with North Carolina, the North Carolina trip.
2: So, so in terms of pulling together documentation, it's easier. And then, is it like text messaging? Whereas, if I was sending something to my ex, uh, he would immediately be notified yeah. on his cell phone.
3: Oh, yeah, it's got all the push notifications that you that you're accustomed to with iOS. It's not we're totally app based, and most people don't really understand the difference between web based and app based. But web based, it's like it's a it'd be like a website that. Go there, put in your login credentials, and you could say, Oh, geez, I have a message. Oh, that's that message is seven hours old. Um, you know, th- this it has all push notifications. Uh, you can set your notifications, um, you know, for whatever you want, just like any other app in your phone. And so all of those push notifications are instantaneous, and so you don't miss anything. And, um, <laughs> That's the
2: beauty of it. Yes, yeah, so I, li- I, I like what you're saying because it's a very modern day. Uh, we're all on the run. We're all juggling so many balls, and especially if you're a single parent. And so I'm hearing that, you know, it's right there on your phone and it's nice and easy. And uh, in terms of the high conflict, I know there are certain um, platforms out there where uh, the attorney or the parent coordinator or other third parties actually have access. Is that something that is available with fair?
3: yeah it is we we um if you go to befair.com dot com um uh, we have a professional sign up, and the professionals um, whomever can create create an account and they can monitor i mean as as many as many people uh, as, as they want um. Uh, so yeah, and that's free for, for, for them to use. So, so if they just by going to our site, they can create an account under the professional portal. And, and the beauty of that for them, though, well, the, the, the assurance that the user has that they're just not being spied on and, and we had to do it this way. So when you want your... Uh, attorney to link that they'll request to link with you you'll see the request both parties will see their request so it's not like your co-parent's attorney is monitoring you without your knowledge you'll you'll know that you'll have to approve them linking as well each
2: time is that each time that they go in there no 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 or just one so
3: just just one time to link them to your account and then and then you you can see when you when when they're um that they're linked and then at a certain point if if they're no longer representing you you, you'll also see when they're net when they're unlinked
2: yeah so what i like and you said it so eloquently i mean especially here we are We're recording in 2020, so we're in the midst of the pandemic, and the courts were backed up long before, you know, March, 2020, and now it's just going to be off the charts. And earlier you said the amount of time. So when you're in, when you're in the courts, at least you feel like there's someone who's looking and policing, but when you have months and months or even years, um, that ability to have those third parties supporting you by having access and, and kind of keeping everybody, um, on track, so to speak, is is invaluable.
3: Yeah, uh, it, it really is. It, it simplifies your world because I I have to tell you, if you go talk to, and I used to think that attorneys would be adversarial towards my uh, my app because it it clearly will. It clearly reduces their billable hour with their paralegals, for example. But it's funny how I found that attorneys are my biggest proponents because most of them, um, you know, they don't want to... Uh, bog down uh, th- their office with a whole bunch of uh, sifting through things, trying to make sense of spreadsheets and, and whatever. Yeah. They can build some paralegal hours at 90 to $120 an hour that they're billing. But they say that most of the time, you know, they would rather just have everything clean, concise right there and just take on more cases and, and, and push, push things through, through the process quicker. And, uh, and they, they don't like losing cases. And a lot of times they lose cases because they're, they're, clients are just poorly documented. So so it is interesting how it, it really benefits everyone from from every side.
2: Yeah. And the flip side of what you're saying for, for those listening in is you're spending so much money on your legal fees to begin with. So an investment in FAIR is going to, especially if you're in high conflict and just documenting everything, it's going to um, lower your legal costs. And can you just... Tell me, what does it cost to um, to subscribe to Fair? How does that work? So we, um, we
3: are a subscription based model, which, um, and understand that in the, in the app world, you know, I know everybody's used to these free apps, but you know, nothing's free. If if they're not selling you a product, then you are the product. They're selling your information to third parties. And, and this is such a delicate area in life and and it's very sensitive information. You'll have the information about your children on there and, and all this sort of thing. So we do not sell any information. Uh, so that's the reason we charge a subscription. Subscription. and so our subscription models we offer monthly and it comes out with the discount code which we will offer your listeners your um the discount with the discount code 799 a month so, uh, and or 79 dollars for a, a year or 199 for three years um of, of subscription so um it, but when you think about it like um uh, a single hour of the what a paralegal will, will charge in order to put this stuff together is it's, it's, it's going to be, I mean, you're, you're saving yourself an, an amazing amount of money. And even when you think about, certain problems that it just mitigates if, if I could share with your listeners the, the story of, of, of why I created the app honestly like the, 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 the key feature like that one day it can just blindside you out of nowhere and it cost me $800 in legal fees for one ridiculous day of misunderstandings.
2: Absolutely. And honestly, if you're saying $79 a year and if each person is paying $79 a year, that is such a drop in the bucket for so many different reasons because of the protection it offers, because of the cost savings with your legal fees. Calming the chaos of divorce begins with quieting your mind and getting clear on what you want and how to get it. That's why we created the Divorce Survival kit. It's an easy-to-digest guide with five essential tips that help transform your suffering into valuable insights and your confusion into effective action. So go to DivorceRecoveryLifeline.com and grab your Divorce Survival Kit today. I'm really curious about that. Would you call it a geostamp?
3: geo check-in geo Geo check-in so
2: I know you have a story around this if you would share a little bit more about it because I don't think people understand what you're what you're meaning by that or how they would use it so can you elaborate on what it does and the value of it
3: so uh, again, we, uh, fair was that I'm the first person to ever uh, implement it in a co-parenting uh, application. And, and it, and it came directly from my personal, um, uh, experience. And then I want not the only one, a lot of people have this experience, but I, I had had a, um, we, we were in the middle of a motion at the time where our time sharing was really not, um, is not set in stone yet. And so during this litigation, uh, period, I was supposed to drop the children off on a Saturday morning, like 11 o'clock between it. It was like a two hour window. I was supposed to be down there to drop them off. Uh, with my co-parent, and so I had told I told my co-parent I was going to be there at eleven in the morning, and so I drove forty three miles down into Miami, uh, where, where where her family lived, and I was there at the location where I said I would be, and I'm sitting outside the door, and nobody's answering the door and responding to text messages or phone calls, and I'm sitting there with my two children in tow. They were little at the time, and and um, and for thirty minutes, I'm just sitting outside there and, and to, with no success of getting hold of anyone, so at a certain point, I said, Okay, the heck with this, I'm going to go home so I drive forty three miles back home, and upon getting home, I get a call from my attorney who had just been contacted by her attorney, and we had a garden at him on the case at the time, so we had all of these people on. Um, you know, on the clock here going over this argument saying that I'm in violation of this court order. I'm in contempt of court and this is going to obviously we had a hearing coming up and and this could have completely altered my entire future with my children because we would have sat in front of a judge and the judge would have been up to his or her subjectivity as to whether I was lying or she was lying. And this stuff can make you look really bad when a court is, when a judge has ordered you to, to observe a certain time sharing. And I said, no, I I was there that nobody would answer the call. They said, well, they, they say you're lying. They said, you never came. And, and fortunately I had taken a, a, a toll road. So I was able to pull my, my son records and I was able to show that I'd exited a toll within a mile of her house. And, and that really got me off the hook. But I mean, can you imagine if I had taken wow. any other road, if I had taken any other road, I would have been just absolutely screwed. So, so, um, but so I was cleared of this particular accusation. However, it still cost me $800 that day. Just to have everybody argue, and I had to pay for my attorney and the guardian half the guardian items, well a little more than that, but half of the guardian items um, the fees and um and so, yeah, eight hundred dollars out of nowhere, and she incurred costs too, so you think about the amount of money that's being lost for the benefit of those children just due to misunderstandings i, I don't know why she didn't pick up the phone, but with the geo check in feature, I could have just been in front of the house, I could have just pulled out my my the app, I could have just dropped a pen my co-parent would have instantly gotten a push notification to her phone, seen right where I am on the map. It's Again, I can't manipulate it. She could have even seen a picture of me with the kids, time, date, and stamped. So that's it. She never would have picked up a phone to call an attorney, and we would have saved a lot of money that day.
2: Yeah, and I could only imagine what the long-term ramifications of that could be, too, that you're saving. So that's that's incredible. So what are the various this might sound like a silly question, what other ways would that geo mapping, so dropping off the kids, is there, is there anything else that I'm not thinking about or that the audience is yeah. thinking about?
3: Well, sure. Like, you know, it, it simplifies communication. Like if, if I'm, if we, we have the geo in that, but we can even set the, the fact that the, that the app is, is, um, is optimized with this feature. So if I want to set a, a future event, soccer practice is going to be at this field on this day or that day, I can simply set the event for that day. And I can leave a, a, a future geo uh, pinpoint on that location. So when that day comes is approaching, I don't have to have that conversation again with my co parent, how often does it happen where I told you in our message string a month ago, where it was going to be now you don't remember, you didn't write it down. And it just causes things to uh, it. it, it flare up. So, so that geo, uh, check-in feature can kind of, uh, it it can really help these other situations because the app will notify you. Oh, your, your co-parent left this, um, left this note that this is where the the birthday party is going to be. And, and so that, that all you have to do is click on it and it just goes straight to your iMaps or Google maps and it'll take you straight there. And because I, I mean, I used to run into that, too. Um, you know, I'm a busy person. I've got a, a big career going on, a lot of things going on. And so sometimes you, you forget about, oh, yeah, you did give me the, the address to that event. But it's so many messages up. It's difficult to dig it out. Well, it just keeps it all right there and organized for you. So uh, but that's not as much as geo check in as it is just uh, geo mapping.
2: But That's the, the great. So, but the but I do think. I mean, I, I had a kid who was on two travel soccer teams, and we were all mm-hmm. over the place all of the time. And so, it's actually a really nice convenience that you could just let the other, let your co-parent know, and they can just tap something and get the directions. And yeah, because it's just it, again, life is very chaotic. So I love that. I'd never heard of that before.
3: Um, yeah. Again, well. Uh, it, it's it's really important. I mean, and not only that, but I use it all the time when I want to prove that, hey, I'm here at the parent teacher conference. Boom. I'm here. I drop my pen, drop my pen and it shows I'm, what time I'm there. So so I'm not accused later on of you're never there on time. Are yeah, you never you not, school or, on time.
2: right? Yeah. Right. Right. So it's another way of just um do, you said it earlier on the documentation. So it's just another way of documenting one more area where co-parents could, could argue or get caught up in misunderstanding. Yeah. So we've talked about the communication, which is, which kind of covers that email texting communication in a, in a better way. We've discussed um, this, this geo mapping piece um, Talk to us a little bit about the expenses and how that works.
3: Well, it's pretty simple. I, I'm a I'm a pretty visual person, uh, and I like I like at a glance like to, to be able to see my contributions because the problem is is that we're very good about keeping the mental inventory of our own expenses and contributions and we we're always convinced man I I'm giving up am so m- I'm doing so much I pay for so many things but seldomly do we really acknowledge the contributions made by uh, our co-parent and so with 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 the fair um, expense tracker, I can simply log receipts. I can log um, pictures of what I purchased. I can leave some notes there, which child it was for, how much I spent and and what criteria is it? Am I categorizing it under? Like I said earlier, there's a whole bevy of, it has to meet a category of what I call involuntary expenses. And as long as it meets one of those criteria, you can log the expense it doesn't hold up the train at all. I mean, uh, what I experienced with one of the competitors that I had used was that I could log a whole bunch of receipts and put a bunch of work into this, trying to be very transparent. But if my co-parent didn't log in, go to her notifications, view my expenses that I logged and then approve them, they didn't become a matter of record. So this just became inflammatory. It's just its like, are you kidding me? I just spent all this stuff, get in there and approve it because... I just spent this money and I want credit for having spent it. And, and so it became a point of more conflict. Whereas with fair, as long as it meets one of the categories and you have the receipts and documentation there, it automatically goes as part of the record. Now the other parent can view it. They see it in their notifications and they can flag it if they want. They can dispute it if they want, but it doesn't hold up the train, so to speak. And, and then at a glance, you can see that there's another, you can see view all and there's a pie chart and you can see it in my pie chart. So I'll, I think it mitigates problems because as long as we keep things more or less around 50, 50, maybe we're at 47.8 and whatever, I'm, I, my contributions are sometimes I may dip over to 51.2, whatever, but you're seeing at a glance, this pie chart, that's shifting in real time. And as long as co-parents keep it more or less 50, 50, or whatever your agreement is, whatever your arrangement is for expenses, I mean, th- that prevents people from nickel and diming each other saying, go to Venmo and send me five bucks for that you know, thing I, was, I just did. I mean, it, it just it resolves a lot of problems or maybe you just settle up once a month if you want. But I think the pie chart vi- visually is a great indicator as far as where things sit. And you can look at it since inception, year to date, any particular month. And so all of that helps. Um, it helps mitigate problems.
2: It does sound like a nice visual. Um, and do you does the app uh, engage in the transfer of funds or just the tracking of them?
3: No, we're just tracking. I, I'm not, I mean, that's something I will get into, I guess, eventually, but I'm not trying to, you know, recreate PayPal or anything like that. And, and, um, but, but honestly just, just tracking, I know people who say, you know, look, we just, we just agree that, Hey, you know, I mean, if, if I'm at 54%, all right, I'll just let you pick up the next few bills. And then it just keeps going uh, back and forth slightly over 50. And that way you don't ever have to get into this sending each other, um, Uh, money, but you could, I mean, we, we eventually will implement uh, the ability to, you know, for exchanging of child support monies and things like this. But, but right now I, I think, um, I think this is working uh, well for co-parents and if they want to settle up through their own means, um, then, then at least we have a good record for them to uh, make that determination.
2: And do you have to take a photograph of a receipt in order to, um, to post in the in that yeah yeah you, you,
3: yeah you, you need to leave you, you need to leave a photo of something either what I purchased or I can take a photograph of the receipt. I mean that's obviously the most helpful thing. And uh, I mean it, you can put three photos in. So I typically take a picture of you know I bought some Nike shoes. There there are the shoes. There he is. Look how happy he is wearing them. And there's the receipt. <laughs> you
2: know <laughs> that's great. That's great. I love that. Yeah, um, yeah because then you know it, it also softens it too. Like that whole here's a picture of him wearing the sneakers with a smile on it's like okay so we brought these little people into the world let's let's enjoy them and what we're doing for them so i love that okay so now we've covered communication we've covered the geo tracking mapping um And, uh, and the expenses, what's, what are the other pieces?
3: Well, the co-parenting calendar is very helpful. Yeah.
2: Uh, Can we talk about that a little bit? Because that's actually a really big well, one.
3: Yeah, it is. Cause most people don't understand the difference between it and like Google calendar or, or whatever. But the, the difference is, is that with the co-parenting calendar, you're, you're able to track right down the amount of days, hours, and minutes I had the kids versus how many days, hours, and minutes you had the kids. And this becomes really important in, in child support cases, uh, you know, a lot of people go to court and it's so ridiculous because most of the time they go to court because there's a disagreement, both parties again, say I had the kids 60% of the time. I don't owe you any money. The other party says, yes, you do. And there's really no way to prove it. There really is zero way to figure out exactly who had what days and how many hours or how many days that accumulated to. And people have weird schedules given their careers. You know, a lot of people have very odd working schedules. And so reconstructing that audit trail is very difficult. So with the co-parenting calendar, a little bit of work up front, for example, if I have, you know, every Wednesday and Thursday, and then we alternate Friday, Saturday, Sundays, I could just put that in, in the co-parenting calendar up front, and then hit this thing to revolve until the year 2026, you know, the same schedule to revolve. And then I can go in there and say, well, Christmas, odd years are me, even years are her. And Thanksgiving and birthdays, and you can just set this stuff up front. Actually, Fair will do that for you if we we, we charge a fee for it. But we'll take your co-parenting schedule and we'll flat out do all the work. And so then you're like on autopilot, and then you'll just get these notifications as far as when things happen, and you're just well organized. And my days are my color; her days are in another color. And if I need to be out of town, I need only click on my day. I can request to release the day she gets a notification instantly that says, Oh, he wants to read this the day. Here's the reason why or the notes, whatever. And she can either accept or deny. If she accepts it, the day changes to her color and it doesn't change back to my color unless she were to release it again. And so this just keeps the whole transaction wow. of everything very clean. So that if you ever export all of this, it's super easy to do. Just click export. And I want between, you know, this year, month and day, all the way to this year, month and day. Um, then, um, then it'll export everything that was ever communicated on this co-parenting. Any, well, anything, any of these features, it'll, it'll export all of it for you, and all of the dialogue back and forth. Every time the day was changed, all the notes, so yeah. that a judge, a judge can see very clearly exactly what what happened during all of this period. And 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 fortunately, look, hopefully, it just prevents people from ever going that route. But having the record so clear should make it obvious to anybody, you know, who has the sense that God. Gave Dave geese to figure out that you know like i there's no point in me escalating this to the courts i mean right. we can figure out what's going to happen here
2: yeah and especially we, we keep talking about the courts and it's like court is is such a a marathon and so far away so anything that keeps you out of court and keeps money in your pocket um is is really great. Michael, the scheduling you're talking about sounds so helpful. When I was going through um, a couple of years into my post-divorce, we ended up having a debate around is Thanksgiving Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, or is it just the Thursday? And there was no visual and there were two different assumptions and it became just another opportunity for contention and frustration. And what I'm hearing is even in the setting up of the calendar, that would be that question would come up and be made clear before you actually got to the holiday.
3: Yeah, I think all of these things would be predetermined well before the holiday, and you, it's again it's visual. Yeah, so as you look at the calendar, you're just seeing each day highlighted in different colors, and so you know whether or not that. Yeah, yeah. that makes perfect sense. Actually, it would have really saved you uh, that headache for sure.
2: Excellent. So and I used many years ago uh, the an old platform and it was still so enormously helpful other than using Google Calendar. So Mm -hmm. I really encourage our listeners to go and check it out because it can save you this little upfront time and energy put in. But then but then it's set uh, so, so now we've got communication, we've got geo mapping, we've got expenses, and we've got the shared calendar. Is there any other uh, aspects of the platform of the app that we haven't talked about that you want to mention?
3: Uh, yeah, well, we're in development of some really cool things. The app is fully in Spanish too. We also have a a, a private journal and a file vault. Uh, the file vault is shared, so anything, any PDF or images, like that's a great place to keep your parenting agreement the official agreement you can have it in pdf saved in the file vault both parties are able to share that you can put vital documents in the file vault Um, sometimes it's helpful just to have the birth certificate i'm always asked you know what what did they weigh and how big were they at birth and i don't remember uh, that or the time they were born so all of that information can be in the file vault i mean we put in there like school ids and And, uh, just, just all sorts of information for my kids are, are kept there. And then the private journal is, is personal. So the other, your co-parent will not see anything that's put in the private journal. And, and that's like, if, if there's, if you want to keep notes or, or upload PDFs or images um, that you do not want your co-parent to share, but you still want them saved in this one place and then easily exported. Cause again, when I go to export a report, I can export my private notes, um, everything, uh, everything that you've logged.
2: So it sounds very robust.
3: Yeah. You know, fair is actually, um, it's actually four apps in one. Really. It is a very robust product. Um, you know, you think about it. When you open up most apps, it's like if I'm opening up my calendar, that's an app in and of itself, right? Or an expense feature, or a, a, a geo check-in feature. I mean, Fair is a very robust product, and it's just getting more robust. We're going to start doing mindfulness. We really want to start pivoting and doing more to really help users digest daily information from from professionals who really know what they're talking about—therapists or people who've authored books or have really. Um, a profound podcast and so we can push to you you know daily content that's just mindfulness stuff to prevent you from uh, from getting overwhelmed by some of the challenges
2: oh that sounds perfect and so one of the excuse me one of the challenges uh that i've heard is when one parent is uh enrolled in the idea of using an app and the other isn't have you does that come up and do you have any comments on <laughs> yeah.
3: that oh yeah that's 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 always the problem see one parent's always benefiting from things being opaque uh one parent wants to keep the record sort of muddled so that they can have some wiggle room right uh, and then the other parents the, the more oftentimes the more diligent one who's who wants the transparency, who wants the record to be very cut and clear. And so we run into that quite a bit, but I always encourage people um, to, well, one, get it written into your settlement agreement so that it's a matter. I mean, if they don't use it, they're in contempt of court. I mean, that's the best way to do it if you can. Um, But, uh, but I always say, you know, whether they use it or not, the fact that you're using it and you've sent them an invite to join you Um, every once in a while, like when you keep logging stuff, we'll send a push notification to their iOS or Android messages and they'll say, Hey, you know, your co-parent, you know, Karen just logged an expense into fair, come join the conversation, come join the, you know, the experience. So you're making every effort possible to communicate as constructively and as transparently as possible. And that's going to carry a lot of weight. If things ever do escalate. I mean, any judge would look at you and say, uh, you mean to tell me this one parent is doing everything she can to communicate clearly, so that you don't have these escalations that cost your your family stress uh, uh, and, and and financial burden for that, that's hurting your children, and you're and you're refusing to join that conversation, or being uh, being. Um, as transparent as possible, like you're going to win by default. So I just think that it's, it just behooves people to use it, whether or not your co-parent's going to use it or not.
2: So the, the key for those listening in is if you're still in the process of developing your divorce settlement and you've been struggling with these various areas, talk to your attorney Uh, Check out the app, talk to your attorney and um, put that on the table to have that written into your settlement agreement, because that's going to make a world of difference. I I just want to clarify, if I were using the app and my ex wasn't, and I'm communicating through the app, are they getting those communications in some other way? Well, what they get
3: is a push. You have to go to the invite, right? So you'll say, I want to invite my co-parent. And... And the invite will send them an email and a message, a text message to their phone because you'll put their phone number in there. Well, it'll link with your contacts. It'll request, you know, do you, will you let fair link with your contacts? And then, and then you'll send the invite and they'll get a push notification to their phone, inviting them to join fair. And so if you continue to put, um, if log expenses or, or, or put in, um, time sharing, uh, events, then uh, they'll get a notification, but they won't get exactly what you did. They won't see it um, okay. unless unless they download the app, and then and then they can see exactly what you did. It's just any new. Hey, she just put something in fair. Come come join come join the the app.
2: Michael, it just sounds like you've created something that's modern day, that's really helpful on all of the fronts where co-parenting can be uh, challenging, where communication can end up causing contention rather than dialing it down. Love the idea of sharing additional information and mindfulness because it's just, it's such a chaotic time for all of us. Um, Is there anything else you would like to share with our listeners uh, before we wrap up and please uh, how they can find FAIR? And I know we have a discount code for them as well.
3: Yeah, that's about the only two things I'll share. So you can find us at, at, at fair.com. You can go and get a bunch of information on who we are and what, what our goals are here for for the co-parenting space in general. Um, and then our handles are at Be fair B-E-F-A-Y-R, on, on Twitter and um, Instagram, Facebook. Yeah, we can you can follow us there. We really appreciate it. And um, and then, of course, we have a, a discount code for all of your listeners, which is journey exclamation point. So journey with an exclamation point at the end. And if you use that code, when you go to our website and, and create an account, you got to go to our website and create an account and you, and not to straight to the app store. So you go to the website, you create, create the account, put in the referral code journey with an exclamation point. It'll get you 20% off any of the subscriptions for life. And, um, and then it'll, uh, as soon as you do that, then it'll send you to the uh, app store and, and then you're, you're good to go.
2: Beautiful so if you've been if you've been thinking about how am I going to do this for years to come because you're struggling on one or all of these fronts, go check out this app. I love the fact that it's an app and not just a website platform because it gives you so much more flexibility um, journey exclamation point get your twenty percent discount and Michael, thank you so much. Thank you for creating the app. Thank you for coming on our Journey Beyond Divorce podcast and sharing all the benefits of it. I really appreciate your time. Well, Kara, thank you very much for having me. I really appreciate it. And we will be back next week with another episode. So tune in and have a great week. Thanks for joining us on the Journey Beyond Divorce podcast. I hope you found guidance and encouragement to help you along your journey. If you like my podcast, please take a minute to subscribe and leave a review on iTunes. You can also visit us at jbddivorcesupport.com, where our team of coaches support both men and women throughout one-on-one coaching, group programs, online courses, and free resources. Stay tuned for our next episode, and I'll talk to you soon.